This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. It's Taco Tuesday! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Throws wide open receiver Tyreek Hill, and you're not going to catch him. Hill down the east sideline taunts Devontae Harris as he rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. According to Jim, is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Miles spins, stays on his feet at the 45. He's got blockers in front of him. 30, 10, 5, touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. Number five, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. Get the wood right here. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Great insight today, Steve. <laughs> Man, you, you disappointed me. You disappointed the, well, the, the I got, listeners. Well, I got flustered. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, Worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, wearing his bull pup red today, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Are you excited for some bull pup basketball tonight? I'm always excited. I'm just glad we're playing at home and not at Andover. That's right. Because it looked like for a while our game could get moved. There might have been some malfunctions we could leave it at that <laughs> inside the roundhouse yesterday yeah and that fortunately all basketballs are inflated all rims are are in there all the nets are through the rim the baskets are squared the, up the baskets are all aligned correctly i think we're in the clear we are for a fun home opener first time in three years that the bullpups are opening their season at home they've been on the road every other year to begin their seasons whether it was el dorado or at Andover last year but it's good to be home we will be in a little different spot tonight. Yeah, this is going to be really weird. I've never covered a McPherson High game in my 41 years from the north side of the gym. I, no, I guess it'd be what's – got to get my directions. East. Straight. East side of the gym, yes. I had to get my directions. You've always kind of been a west side guy. I am the west side. I mean, you are a west side story fan. Oh, yeah, big west side story Big fan, fan of that. Steve, a lot to get to today. I want to get all of your predictions later on. For the college football bowl game, or not bowl games, conference championship okay. games, leading up to the college football playoff, a little fearless forecaster for you. Okay. I know he's not here and that he's lazy and probably I'll, I'll probably sitting in, around I'll fill somewhere. In for him today. I, I guarantee you I can do better than that schmuck did. Yeah, he's he's a fool. I want to talk Chiefs Patriots, as that's the biggest game oh, yeah. of the weekend. Big game. But how about your Dallas Cowboys last night? Steve? My Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, you're a big Cowboy fan. No, I'm not. You're a big fan. Jerry Jones, I've never Jason been, Garrett. I have never been a Cowboys fan. In fact, I grew up disliking them because it seemed like when I was a kid, that was the only game we ever got. Whoever Dallas was playing, that's the game that we got. So you rooted against them? I was not a fan. I, I don't that know. That seems why. harsh. I I just I wasn't a fan. I was I was a fan of the Rams. I was a big Ram. I love the fearsome foursome. Interesting. Roman Gabriel. So that means you didn't feel bad as Mitchell Trubisky beat the Cowboys to a pole. What does it say of Mitchell Trubisky, who has one of the worst quarterback ratings in the NFL, can throw, what is it, four touchdown passes or something like that? He had four total touchdowns. Four total touchdowns. I mean, the final score was relatively close, but from what uh, 
I read about the game, it really wasn't near as close as the score. Because I think Dallas scored some cosmetic touchdowns in garbage time. Uh, they were they were down pretty big. I wanted to say it was like 31 to 9 or something like that, maybe at one 31 14. 31 14. That was late. And they're not going to fire Jason Garrett right now. I mean, they're going to wait till the season's over. He is going to get fired. Well, part of the reason is they are in the middle of an NFC East playoff race. Well, Philadelphia plays New York on Monday Night Football, I believe it is this week. So Philadelphia. You got it. Philadelphia is going to win, even though Eli is going to be starting your boy Eli. Little not, Eli. Your, not your real boy Eli, but Eli Manning. Yeah, different Eli. Yeah, not your friend Eli, but Eli Manning. So both teams are going to be six and seven and leading the division. They'll mm. be tied for the division lead. Mm. And the schedule favors Philadelphia. Dallas, I think Dallas has the Rams still to play. What was it? What year was it? Maybe 2010 when Seattle won the NFC West with a 7-9 record, yeah. but then turn around and beat New Orleans. Remember right. that? Yeah. Because New Orleans was the number one wild card team to had to go there. there. All you have to do is get there, and then everything resets. So this is still a very talented football team. I don't think they utilize Ezekiel Elliott like they should. That guy, The money you're paying him, he ought to be carrying it 30 times a game. Throw it to him out of the backfield. He should have 30 touches a game, either 25 rushes, five receiving, uh, five receptions, or 30 rushes. You know, Dak Prescott, he doesn't beat the good teams. He's really good against the bad teams. They've got allegedly the best offensive line in the NFL, though I think the Colts, from what I've seen, I like that Colts offensive line. Remember when they played Kansas City and that left side? Unfortunately, I do. Yeah, that left side of that offensive line, I want to say it's like Quentin Nelson. Yeah. And then uh, I can't remember who the other guy is. Anthony Costanzo. Costanzo. Don't forget about former. Not George Costanza, but Anthony Costanzo. Don't forget about former Olathe South Falcon, Braden Smith, former Auburn Tiger. Well, I think, you know, they got a great offensive line, too, because they can really run the football. Baltimore's got a great offensive line, but I digress. But anyway, um, the Cowboys could still win the division, but the the, uh, Eagles should win out. The Eagles should win their final three, and Dallas is only going to win one. So I think Philadelphia gets in. I think Philadelphia gets in with an 8-8 eight and eight record. I think Dallas finishes 7-9. and nine. Steve, while that game was going on, we were watching a couple of better games oh, last yeah. night inside the McPherson College Sports Center as we were watching the Bulldogs take on Sterling. And on the men's side, we had a pretty good feeling that the Bulldogs would win. Sterling was 0-6 and coming in struggling on a nine-game losing streak. But on the women's side... Let's just be honest, we were not expecting them to win. No. And then they fell behind 20 points early on in the third quarter and found a way to claw back, win the game against the number 16 team in the country. Well, I think it was 61-41, and I pronounced, we were doing the streamcast for Matt College, and I pronounced on the air, Sterling will go 24-0 in the conference because for 27 minutes, they were unbelievable. I mean, they were fabulous. The Bulldogs were playing great basketball. They were still down 15, 20 points. But then all of a sudden, the Mac bench comes in. They outscored the Sterling starters over the final four minutes of the third quarter. Sterling starters got tired. Mac came in with their starters. They lit it up. They scored the first eight of the fourth quarter. And the Bulldogs, an impressive win. Coach Nichols, our guy, Coach Nichols, really happy for him. Uh, you know, they've got eight wins already this year. They, they are, uh, what, 4-3 uh, and three in the conference. And then you look at the Mac men, they're five and they're in third place in the KCAC now. That's they're, right. They're 5-2. and two. I think Ottawa and Bethel are the only two teams ahead of them, and they've I think they've lost one game apiece. What a fun time to be a Bulldog. Yeah. 
as Roger Tremel always says, it's a great day to be a Bulldog. Yeah, I would imagine Coach Tremel would be all over it. Yep. He was so, here today, and I missed him. You said he was here. That's right. He was here. Well, I'm sure he had a lot of wisdom, too. Oh, he he always has a ton of wisdom. Yeah. So I quote him a lot, you know. Yeah, a fun one for, for the Bulldogs against Sterling last night. Now they turn around. Two really tough games coming up at the Sports Center on Saturday that you and I will be on the call for. Oklahoma Wesleyan comes to town. And those are three and five, I believe. Is that correct? Three and five. Because it seems like when the teams have to make a long trip, they play earlier so they can, you know, get home in a reasonable hour. But Oklahoma Wesleyan comes in. Their women are pretty good. Of course, they're men, uh, defending conference champions, uh, nationally ranked. Last year, they I think they climbed as high as number two or number one at some point. I think point. at one point they were number one. I think they were number one. Uh, but the Bulldogs are playing good basketball. And, you know, we, we talked about it. Going to that Sterling game, that was a trap game for the Bulldogs. They were coming off two just tremendous road victories, uh, teams that were picked ahead of them in the conference. They come home, they absolutely laid an egg for about the first 16 minutes of that game. They went on a 10-0 run, ended up going up three at the half, got up 12 in the second half. Then they only made like two field goals the last eight minutes of the game, but made just enough free throws to win. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, Chiefs. Chiefs. Patriots. Let's do it. Sunday from Foxborough. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, one quick announcement. Okay. The magazines. The magazines. The Winter Sports Magazine. That's right. It's in the house. It's in the house. Mitchell was handing them out yesterday. I would like you to elaborate and tell the people what the, they need uh, to do. The Mid-Kansas Sports Magazine that I do, it's it's uh, previews of all the uh, McPherson High uh, basketball, wrestling, swimming. We don't have bowling because they don't start until January. And then area schools, uh, the basketball teams, the, the seven area schools we cover. i got previews, photos. I got a column in there, a uh, really nice-looking cover. Uh, we got Cody Stufflebean. We got Emma Ruddle. Uh, we got uh, Lake and Sheepreek on the cover. Looks pretty sharp. Those are Kindles. Uh, they do a great job over at uh, McPherson Business Solutions on uh, putting that together for us. I will have them at the game tonight, but if you want to make sure – we don't have a lot of copies, so if, um, I think we have like 800 copies. I'm going to take some to the area schools this afternoon, but if you want to make sure and get your copy – Stop in the office before 5 o'clock. How about you stop in before 1? That'd be great. You think great. somebody will get here before 1? It's currently 1242. I think we ought to give them a prize if they come well, in. Well, what kind of prize you want to give well, them, Well, if we Steve? hadn't eaten all the cookies, we could have given them some gingerbread cookies. It's 1242. Do you think somebody can be here by 1255? I don't think so. I bet somebody gets here before Grandpa 1255. Danny? Somebody will be here. Somebody's going to have my back. I don't think so. And they're going to walk in that door and pick up a magazine. I don't think so. I don't I'll think bet it's, on I it. I don't think it's going to happen. That's just not enough time. We got it. 1255, 13 minutes. Okay. Somebody's got Somebody's it. Somebody's got 13 minutes to get here and pick up. A, and these magazines are free, by the way. They don't cost Yeah, you don't come in and say, hey, thanks for coming. Yeah. Give me five bucks. No, they, because of our very generous sponsors... They are free. Now, I will have them out the game tonight. But, again, uh, I'm taking some to Mount Ridge, Heston, and Inman. They're all home 
uh, tonight. So we'll have magazines. Uh, take them to Vance Unrow, uh, Clint Stoppel at Heston, uh, Russ Gearing at Inman. They'll have them at their games. Uh, they got pl- We give plenty so all the kids can have a copy. Free. The great word, free. So uh, Wait, how much are they? Free. Okay. But anyway, I don't think anyone will come in before one. I just don't think. I think Somebody will be here at I think that's a lot of pressure. Somebody Unless will, Big B comes in. Somebody's got to not be doing something. Big B. Just sitting around doing nothing. Or little B. So, somebody. 12.55. Yeah. You've still pistol. got 12 minutes. Maybe pistol. Who yeah, knows? probably not. <laughs> All right, Steve. Chiefs and Patriots. Let's do it. Coming up this Sunday from Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts. The Chiefs enter this game as a three-point underdog against the New England Patriots. How do you feel? as a Chiefs fan, going into that game? I feel better than I did two weeks ago. And I say that because New England's offense has not been very good. Now, I should have a caveat with that. This is the last week of the regular season of our fantasy football league. Ooh. And even though Tom Brady's been awful, they're playing the Chiefs. I'm starting him. I'm starting Sony Michelle because I just feel like they're going to score some points on the Chiefs. But – I feel better as a Kansas City fan or somebody that follows the Chiefs than I did two weeks ago because I think the Chiefs are playing better. I think they their defense is playing better. Oh, for sure. And Spencer Ware, I don't know if he's going to play this week, but he's back. I like that move. They picked up Spencer Ware because Williams got hurt. And, uh, you know, he's a veteran presence. He knows the system. Uh, they're getting healthy. The bye week kind of re-energized them. And New England's just really not been very good. And, you know, they don't have Gronkowski. And to me – that is a really a key because Gronkowski... Well, it's not just Gronk. It's all the weapons that they are missing right now. It really is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Before 1255, wow. Steve. Give that Mrs. Young Clark lady, is in the house. Give that young it's a lady big a day. gold star. She is Take here. Take two. Take two. There's some, Steve, yeah, that it, was a minute and a half. Wow. I told you. That is impressive. Mrs. Clark is in the house. There we go. No big doubt. thumbs up to And Mrs. a big win for Jonah Clark last night oh, at El Dorado. Yeah, he beat a really good... He beat good Kai Wernley. Big win for yeah, Jonah. Coach Kretzer talked about that after, in his post game. Look at that, Steve. That was Steve. the big win night. So. That was like two minutes. That's fantastic. I had no doubt. Okay. Can one more person come? I bet one more gets here by 1255. They have 10 minutes to pick up Mid-Kansas Sports Magazine. Anyway. That's right. That's big-time stuff there, Steve. That's fantastic. We've got some good listeners. We do have some good listeners. Or at least one good listener. That's right. At least one. Well, nobody likes to listen to me. They think I'm obnoxious. Anyway. Yeah, well, you are. Anyway, going back to this Patriots offense, that's what makes me feel very optimistic as a Kansas City Chiefs fan is that the Chiefs are going to be able to score some points. And even though the Patriots are playing the Chiefs' defense, I don't know if they can score right now. I really don't. They scored 22 against the Texans, but almost all of that was late in mop-up time. They scored 13 against the Cowboys, and I think they had a defensive touchdown in there somewhere. They blocked a punt that got them right there to the goal line. They scored 17 against the Eagles in a game where Julian Edelman threw one of the touchdown passes. They scored 20 against the Ravens, and a lot of those were late. I am not convinced the Patriots' offense can score. Well, you know, I always pride myself on being an OC, offensive coordinator. That's right, you are. And you know I'd have the bootleg in there. Well, I wouldn't run the bootleg with Tom Brady. But if you don't run the ball at least 40 times or 35 times against that Chiefs defense, you ought to be fired. The Chiefs cannot stop the run. Oakland came out. had J- Josh Jacobs had 100 yards rushing at halftime 
I mean, granted, they're down 21-0, but you can still run the football early in the second half. They came out. Derek Carr just started chucking it. He looked like, man, he was bad. Derek Carr was just so bad. But if I'm an OC, I run it, run it, run it some more. Give it to Sony Michelle because I'm starting him this week. Yeah. But he should get about 20 carries because the Chiefs give up big yards by the chunks. So if you're if New England, if you're list Bill, call me. I'll just give you a couple Coach, tips. Yeah. Coach I've, Belichick. I've watched the – yeah, we're first name basis. Yeah, Bill. But uh, – I'm just saying, run the football if you want to beat the Chiefs. You don't have to throw it. Of course, I want Brady to throw it, but run it. Here are the things that you can be confident in, Steve, going into this game. Or here are the things that you could not be confident in. Let's start with that. You can't be extremely confident about the Chiefs' defense. You don't know exactly what you'll get. You don't really know about the Patriots' offense. Yeah, right. I mean, you really don't know. The Patriots' defense? Really good. It's been good this year, but they've been a little sketchy against the good teams that they have played and good right. quarterbacks that they have played. The one thing you do know, no matter who the Chiefs are going to go against, when Patrick Mahomes and the offense come out on the field, they are going to score points. They are going to pick up yards. Whether that means they have to win a shootout 41-40 to or they just find a way to get to 28-27 points, their magic number, I just think this Chiefs team will score. Let me ask you this. Let's hear it. Are you concerned about Mahomes? Because he really hasn't been no. that sharp lately. Why would I be concerned about him? Because he's not getting any pass protection. I worry about pass protection. I think the Patriots... He can throw off one foot. Bill Belichick. Blindfolded. They're going to come with so many exotic blitzes. Bill Belichick. Oh, there is Coach Prescott. Well, Coach Prescott had to come in and there pick up go. a magazine. That, the magazines are going, folks. You better so get So that's in two, two people. in six minutes, that's Steve. That's right, Coach Prescott. I had no doubt in my mind. Well, Steve doubted. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a half-empty guy. No, I'm not a half-empty guy. Don't say that. Oh, I'm a half-empty guy. That's not true. That's not true at all. Well, That's two in five minutes, that's Steve. That's fantastic. I had no doubt in my Thank, mind. Thanks to our listeners. Big time. And Coach Prescott's got a big one coming up tonight for the Bullpup Girls. Yeah, and they could have a little different look tonight. So Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Tonight. But anyway. We'll talk about that tonight. Chiefs, Patriots, give me the Chiefs. I have no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my taking mind. Taking the Chiefs and, and take or giving the points? I'll take a money line. Ooh. No doubt in my mind, Steve. Really? Okay. There is no way. Now, when we get to January, it's snowing. It's cold in Foxborough. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Give me the Patriots. But... In November, or in December, whatever month it is, this Sunday, Brady's old. He's sick. No doubt in my New mind. New England doesn't lose at home in, in December. It, it's just a given fact. Give me the Chiefs. No yeah. doubt in my mind. All right. All right, Steve, now you can put your reputation on the line. I want to hear your predictions for college football championship games this weekend. We'll do it next. Do you feel like you can do it? I feel lucky, punk. <laughs> Isn't that was, what Eastwood used to say? I don't know. You feel lucky in Dirty Harry? You feel lucky, punk? Maybe. Okay. All right. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, and Steve, we had two more people come in. Oh, they're tearing the door down. Pick up magazines. So that was four people in ten minutes. Wow. So we do have four listeners. That's four. At least. Yeah. I don't know if it's many more than four. But uh, if anyone wants to come. Maybe six. Again, it'll be interesting to see how many people come in this afternoon since we threw the gauntlet down, kind of. That's right. And challenged people to come in. Well, I told you, Steve, I had faith in the listeners. Well, these are your people. I don't know. I thought those are your people, well, too. they might be my people. They're everybody's people. Okay. All right, Steve, I need your predictions. Let's do because it. Because it's a big weekend for college football. Yep. The final normal weekend of college football where there's a slate of games, even though there aren't that many of them. And I'm very excited about this slate of games because we have a chance to have some chaos happen. And when it comes to college football, and especially with this four-team playoff, I'm a big fan of chaos. I want it to be as chaotic as possible and for people to be as upset as possible. So the first game in the conference championship slate is tonight. Okay, I didn't know that. It is. Pac-12. They like to play theirs on a Friday night. At Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, number five Utah, taking on number 13 Oregon. If Utah wins, it puts itself into a position to be in that Final Four. That's right. If Oregon wins, well, then the Pac-12, again, won't have any representation in the college football playoff. We have another one? Oh, yeah. That's five. Keith Jansen. He's all over it. Yeah. So, Utah... Oregon tonight, Pac-12 championship game. Utah's a seven-point favorite. How do you see it going? Utah is not going to be able to handle the big stage. Oregon, the Mighty Ducks, they're going to have their good-looking unis on. You're going to say quack, quack? I'm going with Oregon, and that's going to open up the door. And that will begin to start some chaos. The domino, the first domino to fall. Then on Saturday, number seven Baylor takes on number six Oklahoma, AT&T Stadium, the home of the great Dallas Cowboys in Arlington. Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma, eight and a half point favorite. Are you saying Boomer Sooner? I think I'm in Jalen. We trust. I really put a lot of faith in Jalen Hurts. He's a winner. I don't know what happened to him the game in Manhattan. It was a you know Oklahoma always struggles in those eleven o'clock games. Well, Jalen like, Hurts was fine that day. They scored like thirty eight points. Yeah, but case that's when K State was really rolling. So, oh, Big V in to pick up a magazine. My main man, Big V. Boy, magazines are flying. Is that seven? Yeah. But I'm going Sooners. I'm going Sooners. So, um, I I just... just, uh, Is that eight? That's eight. (laughs) I am going with the Oklahoma Sooners to beat Baylor. Okay. Then, the other big piece in the puzzle. SEC Championship game from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock. Number four, Georgia playing about an hour away from Athens against number two LSU and maybe Heisman winner Joe Burrow, what happens in Atlanta? You this know, one I, has been very I, tricky to I, me. I'd like to say Georgia's going to pull the upset, but LSU has been so good against the top teams this year, and Joe Burrow puts an exclamation point on his Heisman Trophy candidacy. So what Steve is saying is going to happen is that LSU will win, right? Oklahoma will win, right? And Utah will not win, right? Which would bump Georgia out of the top four. That would be their second loss, right? See you later, and put OU into the fourth. That's spot. what I think is going to happen. So what about this, Steve? I want to throw out a hypothetical. What's Clemson for you. doing this week? Well, they're playing Virginia in the ACC oh, championship game, matter. and they're thirty-point favorites. All right, so they'll win by eighty-five. Okay, they don't matter. Ohio State plays Wisconsin. They don't matter. They're going to win big. I just wanted to leave those out for you. Okay. So, 
the other hypothetical here. So let's say Utah wins tonight, beats Oregon. Utah is 12-1. Let's say Oklahoma beats Baylor. Oklahoma, 12-1 in a better conference. Then let's say Georgia beats LSU. Ooh, now that's what that's what really throws the chaos. And assuming that Clemson and Ohio State LSU win. Can, LSU is already in. They have to be in because of their you body, would think because of their body of work for the regular season. So, if that happens, does the top four just stay the same, or and Utah and Oklahoma be on the outside looking in with the same record, or does LSU potentially drop out? LSU. Do you think there's be, any chance that no, they would be bumped no. out? They've beaten like five top twenty teams this year. But remember, in what? college football, it's always about what, what have you, you done for me lately? Yeah, but they got Joe Burrow, and they know that he means TV ratings. You got to take that into consideration too. So you're saying? So let's say this. Let's say LSU wins. Right. Bumping Georgia out. Right. Oklahoma and Utah win. Right. We're gonna find out on Sunday. I. But. Who gets in at the number four? How do you justify if Utah and Oklahoma both win and say it's similar margins, how in the world can you justify putting Oklahoma ahead of Utah? I know Grandpa Danny's probably mad, but you can't do that to Utah. I mean, What do you mean? They're they're ahead of OU right now. They're If they do what they're supposed to do and win, OU does what they're supposed to do, how can you move Oklahoma ahead of Utah? When neither one of them did anything to drop. Well, the college football playoff rankings have shown us time and time again. It's just crazy. There's no formula. Yeah. It's just whoever they think. Well, And if they're trying to take the best four teams, yeah. that's what this system is. Well, you want the best four teams. Do, do we really believe Utah is better than Oklahoma? No. No. I don't. Of course, of course not. Nobody does. Sooner born, sooner bred. When I die, I'll be sooner dead. Oh, well, there you go. Rocklama, Rocklama, Rocklama. I don't know. I do I don't know. Boomer Sooner. No I, doubt they get in, Steve. Okay. No doubt. Well. Fun one tonight coming up from the Roundhouse. Oh, yeah. Bullpup basketball season opener. Let's pack the place. Yeah. Come on. Why can't we pack the place? Steve's going to challenge it's people again. It's for the again. kids. It's for the kids. He's going to challenge them again let's, after let's, challenging let's, people let's to the magazine. Let's put some money in Shane Bakus's coffers for the athletic department. He's going to challenge them. He, it's for the kids. Steve, we had eight people come in the span of ten minutes to pick up the magazine. I, I'm, I am overwhelmed with gratitude. My heart is full. I'm a happy man. There you go. Look at you, Steve. Oh, You're yeah. in the Christmas spirit. I am Mr. Christmas. All right, Steve. Wrapping up today's show. Enjoyed it. Fun one today. Thanks. <laughs> Remember, to... we're supposed to be fun. We are fun. We are supposed to be I fun. I think we're fun. We're, woo! Let's have a lot of fun. Let's hear a woo. Woo. A little better. A little better. Woo! There you go. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight inside the Roundhouse. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.